This is Dungeon Not Included, the actual play podcast for the adventurous listener. Welcome to Dungeon Not Included. That's who we are. That's who we are. (laughs) For those of us who don't remember what we were doing the last time we were uh, live sometime last year, what what are we playing? What are we up to? We're playing uh, katanas and trench coats. Nice. Ah, uh, yes. Katanas and trench coats. 90s action. I know that last time we played, just to give a couple minutes for people to come on, uh, we actually got a little gameplay in, didn't we? We, we didn't a little we finished tiny character bit. creation. We, we did. Yeah. All right. So uh, we, got the... to, we got Skip Clifton uh, following um, my dog, which, what did we name my dog? I don't know. It's been a bit. It was like pickle or something. It was yeah, pickle. So That's exactly what it was. It was pickle. Uh, yeah. we had my, my, I followed my dog Pickle to your uh, kind of biker barish place that you have set up, where you do all of your fun uh, car stuff, uh, Roxy. Uh, and uh, the only thing that Skip knows is that because Pickle brought him there, that there must be a mystery that needs a solving. Yeah, so that's right. And there was a little bit of debate on what that mystery was until someone was like, uh, Roxy, your 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 sibling who's missing? (laughs) You want to look into that? Yeah. And And then I think I think you you showed up at the end, didn't you too? Like you kind of like walked in at the last No, we we were that was the preview for the next episode that I hit him uh, with my car. Yeah, or someone did, and then I got pulled <laughs> mm-hmm. into the, uh, yeah. the first exciting thing that has ever happened. To I would like character. to clarify that Roxy wasn't hesitant about saving uh Zer's sister. They were hesitant they were oh, Z was hesitant about bringing a child with them. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, sure. I guess you don't <laughs> want to endanger a child. Yeah. Yeah. Role playing games. Child endangerment isn't Roxy's thing, sure. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. How old does Skip look again? Um, I think we said that he died in his teens. Um I wanted to say that they 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 had been doing their job as um, the Clifton kids had been doing their job for a while, and I think we said Skip was the middle child, um, and that he's the only well, he's not the only surviving, but um, a lot of them are gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's stuck though as a teenager. So I want to say he's stuck. Let's say he's stuck at eighteen, so that way it's not weird if anything super think- violent happens in his direction so yeah. we'll we'll use that like <laughs> that arbitrary number given to us by the united states as he said he's an adult <laughs> yeah well right. the thing is it doesn't really matter as much because he's like a hundred years old isn't he that's true that is true he's he's well he's definitely i would say probably 80s right because we oh right yes yeah yeah um because uh there is there is at least one we had talked about there being at least one surviving member, but they're not. No, that's that's all I'll say. For because yeah, I don't want to spoil right. spoil anything. At least one, yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
yeah, we did say that there was a member of the Clifton Kids left. So yes. Yeah. All right. So what we'll do is we'll bring in old Adam here. Very old Adam. Very old Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, uh, I had an idea for getting you into the adventure. Um, maybe not necessarily with the other players just yet, but, uh, you have a local museum that is your wellspring of solace. Mm -hmm. That's right. And uh, what kind of stuff do they have in this museum? Oh, I want it to be um, like this is a mid-tier, like not a really great museum. Uh, because in, I, in and for that reason, it mostly has like like the leftovers that other museums have kind of cycled out. Maybe like not not totally defunct science, but like very suspect science now in, in its science wing like things where it's like oh we don't really call it that anymore and a few historical <laughs> artifacts that are a little embarrassing there's definitely like displays that are hastily renamed inuit over like eskimo where it was originally said so um you know the per people who work there are very earnest but nobody goes there and I i'm just surrounded by dusty relics that are not cool they're not at all interesting or um, well kept. Uh, probably before they got to this museum, they weren't. They were damaged, and that's why they ended up in the custody of this uh, this like junior museum. Okay, nice. Um, so you're in the museum in the area with the dusty relics mm -hmm. when someone comes in who you don't recognize uh as an employee of the museum right. but uh far too young and hip looking to be in this place oh no it's happening <laughs> gentrification <laughs> mm. The bane of my existence. <laughs> uh, I just eye them. I just kind of like get the the cut of their jib. Okay. Um. Yeah. So they're uh, they're definitely nervous. I'm, I'm probably somewhat used to that from the way I stare at people because I presume that people don't remember me. So I don't mind looking them down. Okay. Why are you here? Uh, she actually like flinches when you say that mm -hmm. and looks at you uh, sort of wild eyed and says, uh, it's a museum. It's open to the public. Mm. Your story checks out. I go back <laughs> to looking at whatever I was looking at. Okay. Yeah. 
She uh, she kind of edges away from you. I also edge away from her. Okay. Just want to have some time alone. <laughs> Go into my museum. Right. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, you're you're there, and she's now stopped in front of one of the displays and is staring at it. Uh, which which display? It's like. Uh, Like old, like arrowheads and stuff. Oh. oh make it, is there a resistance role for Adam to mansplain something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been doing it for so long, I get it. <laughs> um, uh, I think... But you can tell the interesting thing about this is that she's not really looking at that. She's mm -hmm. kind of keeping an eye on you out of the corner of her eye. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know if this has ever happened to me before. No one has shown this much interest in me. So I uh, get like a little visibly nervous and go to the next exhibit and just wait okay. for the next exhibit. All right. Yeah, once you go around the corner... Uh, you hear from the previous exhibit the crash of glass and the sound of running feet. Ah, I breathe a sigh of relief. <laughs> and then I continue looking at the exhibit of it. <laughs> There's, <laughs> I haven't gotten this old without any any inkling of uh interest by following up on a lead on my own <laughs> hmm. sort of a self-satisfied i could easily be drug in but like security guards or something like that but like the point i'm not i'm not investigating on my own yet so are you you're enough of a regular here that like the security guards might know you mm-hmm Hi, Gus. Yeah. He says, uh, hello, sir. Mm. <laughs> Doesn't it's remember very, your name. It's very loud. He says, uh, Gus is like, uh, he should have retired maybe 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. He's like white-haired, stooped. Kid. Yeah. Yeah. Gus, you should sit down. You look um, tired. And she probably says, already got away. He says, uh, uh, she probably did. But did you see her? Yeah, that's why I said she. I mean, I'm not a caveman, but I wouldn't have assumed a woman. You would have. I, I wouldn't have. I'm not a caveman, but, you know, I'm still learning, working on me. And he says, uh, so uh, why don't you uh, come back and give me a description? Uh, uh, mm. Yeah, right. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> Most action he has gotten in 50 years. Yeah. All right. Uh, she looked like a lady. Yeah, she was she was young. She had short hair, uh, 
like a leather jacket on. I give a reasonable explanation uh, or a description of what she, what she looks like. Um, she was very, but like I add a lot of like poetry. Like she looked forlorn. <laughs> she was wistful. <laughs> and she had a wistful look about her. And it's like this the inner artist that wants to come up. Like, like you get paid by the word for whatever you're saying. Yes. Or <laughs> this is gonna sound awful. Like I am online at the at a grocery store and I haven't had a conversation in a while. So I <laughs> want it to last. <laughs> uh and I feel that comfortable talking like about someone. I'm not me. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I explain it all. Okay. And I go um uh, I go real easy on Gus. I, I make sure that, uh, you know, if he's like a little slow, I talk. I If he goes slow, I go slower. I want to make sure that this uh, this old fella, who is a young fella, gets all his ducks in a row and won't lose his job. I don't want there to be a young guard to replace him. Right. So the police show up after a little while. Okay. Uh, uh. I already told Gus everything I know. Gus is like, yeah, here's the notes, and he starts talking to the police. You can sidle away if you want to. Yeah, I think I'm going to try to disappear into the uh, background and walk away. Okay. So what was your favorite thing in the museum? My all-time favorite thing uh, was, what's a fun thing? Uh, if you're watching live, give a suggestion, um, <laughs> and I'll, I'll stall for a bit. Oh, while I try here's to think of here's something. some here's yeah. some just a, maybe a base to start with. What if there's something that's in a mu in the museum and that's in like a lot of museums that we have just all gotten very wrong, and you know the actual use of it? Like oh. there's there's some sort of like, um, you know, like. Iron, like a uh, old sword, or or uh, some sort of like uh, a tool that was used. It's like a, like a corkscrew at the end of it, and everyone thinks it's used for like toasting bread, but you know it's actually used for something completely different. Uh yes. Uh there is a. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go with a uh, suggestion from from Craig, who's watching right now. Ooh. Hello. Uh, we're gonna go with a turquoise disc, beautiful turquoise disc that has inscriptions on it that uh, is always interpreted as uh, this is a like a religious relic that's being uh, that's used to, as like a great symbolic significance for various cults. Maybe it was used as a, an important piece of a sundial, but really it's just like bling. People wore it. Go <laughs> no, no off. The bigger the disc, the cooler the guy you were. Or you know, whatever. The bigger the disc, the bigger the dude. Um, and I definitely want. Uh, I I love that thing. I just I absolutely adore it. And uh, it reminds me of one of the ones I got on a particularly like classy run I had in like the the seventies, the zero seventies. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> I can't believe that's gone. Oh. Did you did you think like Flavor Flav was trying to like bring back some sort of ancient style? That... <laughs> yeah, I thought he was. I thought he was wise beyond his years. 
Because it was a sundial too. His was an accident. <laughs> his worked, damn it. His sundial worked. Yeah, you know what they say, fashion always is cyclical. It comes back. So you know. Yes. It's yeah, perfect. so your turquoise disc is missing. Oh man. Uh, I'm gonna have to hunt her down and wait for her to die. <laughs> and then recover it from her from her, her descendants. My Sorry. <laughs> You're waiting for her to die of old age. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna look into it. Maybe this is something I could get back relatively. No, but I love I love the way he said that like this is a common occurrence too. Like this is not the first time he's had to do this. Like maybe he's tried he's tried all other things before and just found the most efficient ways just to outlive them. Yeah. Like why why, why bother trying to get stuff back? I could just poor, wait to the estate sale. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> poor Brennan. Uh, I don't think I'm going to keep this up for very, very long, but right now uh, he's very conflict averse. So yeah, he's going to, uh, uh, Adam will try to track her down somehow. Maybe following the news about this uh, break-in, which is probably like third page news, because again, nothing very valuable in this uh, museum. But other than that, I will do some investigating, some sleuthing. Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, that's going to require a roll of some kind. Okay. Uh, let I mean, pulling up my die roller. I failed to do that by clicking the wrong button, but okay, I got it. How um, how do I roll? What do, what am I rolling here? So what you're going to be doing is you're going to choose one of your essences and one of your domains, mm -hmm. and you're going to decide which one is appropriate. Like for an investigation, discern and cunning are pretty good, but mm -hmm. it could be discern and tenacity just because you don't give up. Or uh... right, uh, I think I'm going with uh, cunning. And discern, although I could also use heist, they're the same value. I don't know if, like, we don't check things off as we use them, do we? Nope. Okay, so yeah, I'll do, uh, I'll just do a discern and, um, and cunning. That's a die pool, or that's four. Yeah. So, uh, I will tell you right away this is, uh, to in an effort to get you into the adventure. Yes. So, the darkest cosmos will be rattling four dice. Ooh, okay. Uh, and what? Uh, which four do I roll? What is this? Uh, they are d tens. Of course they are. Why would they be anything else? You fool! Uh, I say to myself. Okay, and a seven or higher is a success. All right, I'm not going to share my screen because that's going to. I we forgot to do this beforehand, but I will be honest in what we get, or everyone else in the game will see what it is, and. Uh, yes, that is three successes. Cool. Um, one of the cool things about you all is on your rolls is if you roll a zero or a 10 as it is, uh, that is a success, but you also get to re-roll the die. Ooh, nice. Okay. And I don't think I rolled any 10s, right? You did not. Okay. Thank you, you rolled six through nine, one of each. <laughs> I did roll a 10, but, uh, as the darkest cosmos does not get to re-roll 10s, so. Mm. Take that, darkest cosmos. All right. I yeah. I, I have successfully so, shared our screen for the future. Oh, squinted. You could see it. I have to refresh. 
I'm going to have to resize this. We'll think about it in the yeah. future. Sorry about that. Yeah. Folks. For those of you. Who um, but I got two sevens me. and a 10. So I also have three six Oscars. Okay, cool. Uh, so since I need this information anyways, I, I assume this is some sort of like negative way of me getting it anyways. Like there's some sort of consequence. Or do I just not? That get it? is correct. Cool. Um, For those of you uh, practicing learning to role play at home, that's a, a great mechanic. I can't tell you how many games I'm in where, like, roll to see if you find this out. You don't know it. And then the GM just sort of goes, mm, well, then, <laughs> well, nothing then. happens. So, so the yeah. darkest cosmos doesn't win a tie. You don't win a tie. Mm. And a tie basically uh, things come crashing together in a way that is probably detrimental to everyone involved. Lovely. So uh, you uh, you go out in search of this uh, turquoise disc. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, specifically in search of the person who stole it. Mm -hmm. And uh, you recognized a little something um, about that person that indicated that she might be uh, part of a gang that is... Uh, known to you okay. just because you run into people all over the city mm. they don't remember you but that doesn't mean you don't remember them okay does this uh gang happen to hang out in a bar with lots of tire streaks in front of it actually no this is a oh. different gang oh my goodness oh it's convoluted i like this Hi everyone! Lots of, <laughs> lots of people saying hi today. Nice. Um, okay, yes, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll I'll track her down to where I think that gang tends to hang out. Uh, do I have an idea of what that might be? Like, is it a? If it's not a bar, where is it? Um, it's an old uh, auto shop because they too are a street racing gang. Okay. All right, yeah, I'll go there, um, and we could take it whenever you want to. Yeah, okay. well, let's skip back to uh, skip yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Roxy. Hey there. So, <laughs> so skip. Uh, Roxy has really done her best <laughs> to uh, brush you off. But it's gonna be I really know. hard to brush off a ghost. I I'm know, not going yeah. anywhere. Especially a plucky <laughs> child detective ghost. Absolutely. <laughs> why is it always... Why are the child detectives always plucky? It's very annoying. <laughs> For me. Someone who doesn't want a child tagging along in my gang fight. Imagine if you were a morose child detective. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, oh, I don't it could be done. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, it can be. <laughs> it just never has been honestly aren't you kind of oh, tired imagine, can you imagine <laughs> the like 
the mm-hmm. it's not a phase mom teen as a child detective <laughs> forever like stuck as a ghost <laughs> they only solve crimes that they think would upset their parents if they, <laughs> if they were solved yeah, yeah. the, the, the rattling of ghost chains is there from their wallet has any teenager had a chain wallet since Uh, 2020 started oh i have no idea i had i had one in uh 20 or 2000 when i was oh uh, that's another clue in the that's another clue in the alex arg (laughs) 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 all the big dungeon not included fans are like wait a minute yeah use this map it out yeah Mm -hmm. uh yes so one one day off of retirement child detective is uh is is skip clifton clifton yep yeah skip Mm -hmm. and pickle yeah all right so uh Roxy, how did you? Uh, what What are you doing to uh, sort of extricate yourself from this situation with Skip? There, I know. Like he just he's a ghost. Yeah, I know he's a ghost because we established that last episode. So, um, hmm. I mean. I could always put the pedal to the metal and lose him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, outrun a ghost. This is this is the game I signed up for. I mean, oh, if yeah. anyone can outrun a ghost, it's got to be a car wizard, right? Yeah, one would think. So, Skip, uh, Roxy goes outside, gets in their car. Uh, uh, no, my current sweet ride is a pair of roller skates. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, uh, I finish doing the necessary repairs on my leg that was on the table, reattach it, and say, uh, all right, kid. Well, look, if you really want to help me out, then, uh, I gotta make sure you're up to the task. So if you can keep up with me, I'll let you tag along. And your dog, too. (laughs) Sounds great. (laughs) Let's do this. (laughs) All right. (laughs) And Roxy goes outside and fucking starts uh, skating down the street at like 60 miles an hour. Uh, let me check my moves here for a second. Do, 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 do. What can I do? Mm-hmm. That can be fun. Uh, of course, the only way to settle anything with a car wizard is a race. Obviously. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't, I'm trying to think of like, what would be the best way to do this? Because like, you're obviously going off and I can't like, there's no moves in here for like can i possess things can i like what can you know what i mean um Mm. so uh i guess my question is i would like to use mm, i'm trying to think what make the most sense for this i essentially want it to be that because the mystery is tied to uh uh roxy Mm -hmm. that maybe I can't directly keep up 
with you, but Pickle can. Okay. Uh, because Pickle is tied to you because of the mystery. So I would right. like to see if there's any way I could use some of my, my essence and domains to make it so that like Pickle has a lock on you and can keep up with you. And I just have to like Jason Voorhees slowly catching up to the people running away <laughs> from him. I can track Pickle and eventually get to you. Uh I think I think you might be able to just sort of manifest yourself near where pickle where pickle is. is? Okay, yeah. I think okay, I like that. But I got to come up with some way to get pickle to be able to. I want to do a move to make pickle attach to Roxy, and then I can manifest at pickle's location. Okay. All right. So, what would make the most sense here? So, uh, I don't think it as much as I want it to be cunning because. Uh, I I want it to be that I'm being smart. I don't think that's the case because I think this is more about- what. Pickle's doing. Yeah, this is magic. So we're talking about uh, a Perion. Yeah, so a Perion and Uh, I want to say maybe flow. I was thinking flow. Yeah. Okay. It's only only three, but I'll I'll go for it. A Perion and flow, because I don't think any of the other ones really make sense. Like shroud and heist don't make any sense. Um. This is only three dice. Yes. I'm going to be rolling four dice. Okay. Uh, if you want more dice, yeah. you can spend your Numa Ooh. to get more dice. How much? What's the cost? Is it one Numa per die? Like, what's the, the general? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the... <laughs> well, I don't know if this is, like, this is like luck points where you only get so many a game. Like, I'm stuck with these 15, They're, and if I use you're them You're stuck all... with 15 Numa for a little while. Yeah. yeah. You can regain Numa, but uh-huh. uh, your... Uh, the question is, is this one of... Is what's happening here in within one of your ambits? Where are my ambits? What I put that yeah, I, that is a great question. I just looked at yours, and there's one about liminal space, taking advantage of my intangibility on non-living objects. So the fact that you don't actually have to travel through space, you're just there. You don't like that's almost like a the liminal spirit thing is is the definition of you exist in the in the in the transitions. I think that makes sense to me. I gotta. That sounds good to me. I also need to go back and find. I gotta get the book open and find because I don't have my ambits written down. It's one um, so, one forty. Yeah. Uh, uh, are ambits like the? Um, oh, I'm trying. Numa and core ambits. Okay. Okay. All right. I see where my ambits are. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is the things that you're essentially best at mm-hmm. yeah so you, normally you would be spending like three numa per die you mm-hmm. if it's within your ambit you spend two numa per die and if your ambit has become supercharged which certain things will do it only costs one numa per die yeah i just gotta um so i'm gonna i don't have it open i'm, I'm looking to find where i put this thing so i'm gonna go with what what Frank, the ambit that Frank had mentioned uh, in there as a that possibility. That seems like so, it makes sense to me. So. so so how many Numa per die is it if it's something that Two. seems like it's in my wheelhouse? Two. Two. Um, I'm going to put uh, 
six towards this. So I'm going to give myself three more die. Um, and put myself down to nine Numa left. So I'm going to put uh, 6d10 for my piece here. Uh, and yeah. I'm hitting the roll button. Uh, two ones, a six, an eight, a nine, and a ten. So that's three successes, but the ten gets a re-roll, so roll another d10. One d10. It's another ten. <laughs> roll again. Wow! Oh my god! Nice. And uh, that looks like it's another eight. So it's eight, yeah, eight, nine, ten, five ten. successes. Wow! Nice. Which means you Ooh. definitely will so be out because there. I only got four dice. So mm-hmm. perfect. And you don't re-roll ten, so I don't. I got one success. So four successes five? total. Yeah. So four over. So if you get five yeah. successes and you succeed uh, on your roll, that is. Uh, a, a, a super success, basically. A, an, an extra powerful success. A crit. Awesome. Love it. So, what I'm going to say is you blast off I uh, uh, Roxy, and there's no, you know, you, you, you leave them in the dust. Oh, yeah, I'm Weaving around corners when I'm sure that they can't see me, I like start like doing like parkour in roller skates, <laughs> yes. like uh, you know, climbing buildings and shit. And like, I finally stop and I'm like, there's no way that kid kept up with me, ghosts or not. And then you look up and there's a dog sitting there looking at you, just sitting on its haunches looking at you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I think I just like, and then Skip steps around the corner. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's Roxy's reaction. Like out loud. Well, the uh, dog is so where are we going? Manifestation, isn't it? So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So did I? No. Uh, did I no. keep up well enough? That there was that's so not much. Possible. There was so he, much awesome action in that scene. My scene <laughs> of leaving the room. Was happening, and I was like, yeah. "No, thank you." I love it. That was great. <laughs> oh, okay, God. first of all, that's not yeah. possible. You couldn't possibly have kept up with me. How did you do that? I I just followed Pickle. Then how did Pickle do that? He's a very the dog fast dog. Just looks at you. <laughs> its tongue with, lolls out of its mouth. Yeah, its tongue hanging out and you know panting with a smile on its face. He's he's a very good boy. Roxy puts their hands on their hips, looks at the ground, and says. Uh, I mean I made a deal we raced you won are you sure you didn't cheat I mean that seems like cheating 
I I don't know. Is using super magic roller skates cheating? They're not magic. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <I'm just saying. laughs> it's it seems like it seems like you're discounting you're dis, you're saying that my advantage was bad, but your advantage is okay, and that seems to me to be a little backwards. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. No, most people don't go sixty miles an hour on their feet. Well, most people don't have prosthetic legs. Sure. Agreed. You don't think those are an advantage? No, they're my legs. And this is my dog. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I'm just saying, like, I'm asking if you think it's cheating. I I I do not. I do not think it's cheating. (laughs) All right, shit. Well, um... (laughs) So... Uh, this is a question from Rebel to the GM. What is uh, my last lead on where my sister was? Um, there was uh, where they, there was reports that she was uh, abducted. Mm-hmm. And you found traces of a certain kind of uh, car paint on the uh, brickwork nearby. All right. And so I can, I know where that paint comes from, or do I have to look into that? You haven't looked into it yet. Okay. Also, you're pretty certain you can identify the kinds of tires that they had on their car from where they peeled out. Mm-hmm. All right, kid. Well, look, uh, I have a lead, but I'm just gonna tell you right now that I'm not really the investigator type. I'm sort of the thing that people point at when they want something done well lucky for you i am the investigator type yeah all right i'll show you what i've got but good fucking luck i can do what i can do but i don't know how much we can figure out from the very little that i have well there's only one way to find out And uh, Roxy will blast off towards the last known location of Zer's sister. And what was your sister's name? I don't think we named my sister. I think it may have been. What's there? Why do I? Big Bertha? No. No, No. Big Bertha is the, uh, uh, runs the bar. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe we didn't. Yeah. I don't think we did. Um... Well, we could come up with a name now. Okay, here's the question, though. Since you're Mm -hmm. Roxy the Hare, were they something the tortoise so that you guys were the tortoise of the hare as, like, (laughs) nicknames? Especially since, like, you've got the speed. Like, maybe they're, like, a tank of a person. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm, That's amazing. I love it, and I hate it at the same time. You don't have to use it. Just throwing it out there. As like, folks watching, whenever you have a suggestion, just shout Please it into do. the comments. We will def. 
I, I wish I had said that a little earlier for the delay, but yeah, um, I, I think we're. I think I think something involving a tortoise might have been might be in the lead, but we'll see. Yeah, sorry, I'm not at the top of my game today. I'll say. Uh, so coming up with names is not that easy. Yeah. We'll let it brew while... Uh, let it brew a little bit. Yeah. If the, if the yeah. will chime in and... All right. So... ...form to the sister. You are a pneumatic investigator, which means you can touch things and get clues. Right, Skip? I believe so. I think that's what we decided. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Uh, so what am I looking for to touch in that particular area? Do I have to do anything for that first is the question. Like, I don't know if like I can just, you can paint me a word picture and then I can just start touching things. Or if I have to roll to see if there's something there for me to touch. Oh, there's something, you know, there's things there that would give you clues if you touch them. So, okay. So you're going to have to roll for your. Uh, to determine what that clue indicates to you. Okay, so give me, give me a. Do I do? Are you going to give me a list of things, or are we going to do a, gen, a generic? Uh, I'm going uh, to do yeah. like a discern There's and kind con- you know rubber left over from the tires and okay. paint scraped on the wall. Uh, I guess I'll I'll touch both of them. Do you want one roll for both or a different roll for each? Yeah, one roll for both, I think. All right. So I'm thinking for this, definitely discern is going to be the domain. And then um, essence, uh, what do you think? Potency? Like, I don't I, I don't know what other, like. Potency I don't is think... really more like uh, your strength and okay. your, your uh your physical, it's its much more physical. Okay. Um, Finesse, uh, Aperion, or Cunning all could let's, possibly be. Let's, well, I don't think I'm trying to be clever at all. So I don't know if Cunning, like there's nothing, there's nothing tricky about what I'm doing. I'm just right, okay. doing a basic. So I'm going to go Finesse and um, Discern, I think makes, makes sense here. Okay. So that gives you five dice. Yeah. All right. So 5d10. I'm not going to boost this at all. Uh, I only okay. have nine the, left, and I want to save the, it. Uh, Darkest Cosmos is rolling four. Uh, that's two tens and, and a nine and, and two, two sevens. sevens. That's five successes. Plus, I get Plus to re-roll two, those two tens? Yes. So two. That's an insane roll. All right. So that's uh, six successes. Oh, my God. So I found the sister. What the hell? <laughs> And I got one success. <laughs> You're a great investigator. All right, history over, everybody. Time to go home. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there she is. <laughs> yeah, she was there the whole time. Did you know your sister was turned into paint? It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's awful. I don't think that's what happens. Uh, no, uh, you can just I- determine. The make and model of the car with this. Yeah. Uh, wow, the, just like my favorite movie, My Cousin Vinny. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this is all this was. An elaborate <laughs> My Cousin Vinny uh, tabletop. Yes. Oh, man. My, the, yeah. Your sister is actually played by Marissa Tomei. 
right. honestly that's not terrible she's i mean she's a little bit too old to play my sister but mm -hmm. she is very attractive mm -hmm. um okay. by the way her name is aurora aka rory and her nickname is rory the ox Oh, okay. Nice, good one. Did you add that to the document? No, I won't do that. Yeah. Okay, so Rory the Ox is younger than you, uh, Roxy. Your little sister. Yes. Yeah. And uh, is modded, right, mm -hmm. by you in a way that defies physics. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, the the gang, it's a body modder gang, so I mod pretty much everybody. But um, I'll say one of the key things about car wizards is they don't know how awesome they are, which is why... Roxy just thinks like anybody with prosthetic legs can ride roller skates at 60 miles an hour. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, you um, you determine the make model of the car, uh, which is very unusual. It is an import. Uh, a Japanese import. Uh, sports car, but only like a dozen of these were made. Well, that narrows it down significantly. <laughs> well, it does. Your rival gang, the leader, drives one of these. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, and we'll need a name for him, too. Yeah, well, what's the name of this rival gang, Brennan? <laughs> well, you're the just called clan. the Menagerie. Right. Uh, let's see. They're called something stupid. Uh, <laughs> so we have... Uh, we had a suggestion from earlier that was for the... Uh, mm -hmm the item that I wanted and we didn't get to use it. Can we use it here? <laughs> Mr. Totex suggests Tusk Cleaner. The Tusk Cleaners is the name of the gang. Or that's the gang's leader, no. leader name, Tusk Cleaner. I <laughs> think that is better. I think that's more of a of a leader name than it is yeah, a gang right. name. I'm okay with that too. Yeah. yeah Tusk, Tusk Cleaner is the leader. Yeah. <laughs> Tusk Cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> it goes by Tusk most of the time. Yeah. It's Do short have, for Tusk. So here's the question. Tusk. Oh, Tusk. I love that. Um, so here's the question. Does that mean that the gang has a, like, uh, are they like the walrus gang and that's where the Tusk comes from? Or are they like, mm. the, the, like, are they obsessed with cleanliness, which is where the cleaner part comes in? They're like, the. Play to find out, man. Play to find out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Pine Saw <laughs> Gang or something like that. Like... Awful. That is awful. <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, what would be the worst 
uh, warriors clan. You know, like <laughs> I don't. The most I know about warriors is that Garfield is a valid warriors cat name. No wrong warriors. Wrong warriors. Is, well, it, w- while the warriors cats is a thing. I was making a reference to the uh, the old movie about the gangs trying to kill each other in whatever, New York. probably New York, right? It was yeah. always New I York. I've got to remember that I'm in my mid-twenties, so... Yep. You have to qualify the, these things for me. So for the ARG, I was mm-hmm. making a Warriors there video movie reference, not a Warrior Cats reference. Mm. <laughs> All right, so Tusk drives this uh, this souped-up Japanese sports car. All right. Uh, well, I doubt anybody else in the city drives them, since there were only ever 12 made. Uh, right. You're, you're, you're uh, more than confident that no one but Tusk drives that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so our next question, Skip, is whether uh, we try and scout ahead, which means just I go or just the two of us go, really, or if we uh, get some folks from the menagerie and try and sort of muscle our way in. Well, an option we have here is that, I don't know if you know this, but, and then he just like casually walks through every object in the room and it's like, I could, I could scout ahead as well. Just like. Right. But you're still like visible. Oh, I can handle that. I believe that's one of my powers, right? Is I can make myself invisible. I think uh, your natural state is invisible and intangible. Yeah. And then I have to like choose to be let people see me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh he well, just he just very clear on ghost rolls. So well, you know, like yeah, no, I think I think that immediately as you're as you're saying that, I just like keep walking towards you and then I completely disappear and then I reappear on the other side of you, having just like walked through you. I don't know if you get like that, you get the chill of someone just having passed through you. Or if it's like I, I like I forget which book it was, but it was one where it was like when a ghost walks through you, it's like the feeling of like when you've sat on a limb for too long and you get like the pins and needles. Oh like, yeah. I, like your limbs you yeah. your body just falls asleep. <laughs> yeah. As I walk through you, your body falls asleep for like a split second. Like you almost have to catch yourself. Uh because oh my God. yeah. Uh, and then I reappear on the other side of you. It's like I, I could. I, I'm a really good scout. First of all, don't ever do that again. <laughs> that sucked. Um, but secondly, uh, that's not a bad plan. Um, I know where they're. They usually set up shop. I can take you there, but. Uh, if Rory is in trouble, we're gonna 
go in. I'm going in immediately backup or no backup. So well, we'll just have like, to. Would you like to get some backup before we go? And then I can I can go in and read the room, as it were? Hmm. I don't know. That'll take some time. I think scouting first, backup second. Sounds like a plan to me. Right, Pickle? And Pickle starts, like, you know, like, panting. Yeah. Yeah. Does Pickle do that thing that dogs in movies do, which is where you say, right, boy, and they just, like, bark once? Oh, I think I think he does. Whoa. I think he does a quick like circle or there's like a turnaround too. Like does a turnaround <laughs> and then sit and barks once. But yeah, <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah, nice. All right. All right. So, uh, you head down to where this uh, this rivaled gang, the cleaners. The cleaners, perfect. <laughs> oh my god! Is are they trying to go like for like a we clean up the streets thing, or are they just stupid? <laughs> I mean, I guess those decide. aren't mutually exclusive, <laughs> but you know, terrible. And uh, Tusk used to run with the menagerie. Mm. What was uh, his moniker? Tusk the Walrus. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And he has a prosthetic tusk that comes down from his. Top <laughs> That's so terrible! How do you yes. live like that? He's the best typo misunderstanding suggestion from our audience, although Tezrak. Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean. <laughs> so good. Oh, good. Uh, um, uh, before we go in, I think I have to like let Roxy know. Like, I can, I can do this, but just so you know, uh, there is a small side effect to me being around people for too long in this state. They take on the same emotions as me. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> really? Yeah, so um uh, there's I do leave a bit of myself behind as I go into these places. I'm it, I leave a trace of me behind. So I could go in there and I can scope everything out, but um if these people aren't uh of a generally sunny disposition, they might notice that something seems up. Do you know much about these guys? Um, I know enough to know that they're not of a generally sunny disposition. <laughs> um, maybe I can fake it. Like, what if I go in there and I'm like, grr, I don't want to be here. I don't, I don't like people. I don't, I really like cars. You think that would, that would help? Is liking cars an emotion? <laughs> I mean, yes. li- liking liking I mean, I, things liking things can make can make you happy. So, oh, but they don't want to. Oh, I don't like cars that much. I I like them, but I don't like them that much, and it makes me happy to see cars. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is so not in character laughing. <laughs> I want to clarify that. <laughs> you uh, 
you get that strange feeling that something supernatural or magical is nearby. Mm. So my instinct is to find some place to hide for a while. <laughs> mm. Nothing looks good. Ah. How close am I to where I, I need to find my giant bling? You're right. You're right by it. All right. Eye on the prize. This doesn't involve me. This doesn't involve me. Just oh my God. I'm just going to walk straight up and hope that whatever this thing is, it's happening in some dark alley that I have nothing to do with. <laughs> well, it is happening in a dark alley, but it happens to be the dark alley that you're in. So, oh. all right. Um, what what do I actually see? Um, are you currently invisible, Skip? Um, I if well, am I still talking to Roxy? Yes, you're still talking. The, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm having like a pep talk with Roxy uh, before I go in, so I'm currently visible. <laughs> I, I might be. I might be a little like translucent. But I'm I'm definitely you can you can at least see my outline and that there's something there. You get more visible in the dark, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's uh, yes, one hundred percent. I'm more visible. So you're not actually dark. translucent right now because this is a dark alley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, you were translucent in the bar because of the lights. That's I'm right. Okay, sure. nope, you're right. Yeah. You're right. And I can I can manipulate that, but I think it costs me to do that. Yeah. Um, but as of yeah. right now, so if I go inside and it's dark in the place, I'm gonna have to do whatever check. But right now we're in the alley, and I'm just like making a grr grouchy face at 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 Roxy. That's what you're seeing. Roxy is, is standing there, like pinching. The bridge of Zerno's. Like, I don't. Uh, have you ever, like, been not chipper in your life? Like, ever? Oh, in, in my life, yes, but not really in my death. I'm kind of, I'm kind of in this state. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, a, a caveman looking down. like a really disheveled, like, like dad bod got a stray big ropey arms but a huge gut bolding furry shoulders that kind of pop out from his from his his 90s trench coat and like he's got like a hairy <laughs> neck and a neck beard and he kind of just pops up from the alley as if he was he was hiding there the whole time maybe even looks like um um like a a vagrant uh stands up looks at both of you and says ghosts are real (laughs) all this time (laughs) and that's where we'll cut for this i think it's a good cut (laughs) which if you knew what adam was going through is a very sad statement (laughs) adam who has been alive for hundreds of thousands of years no one he's ever met has become a ghost or bothered to talk to him afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, this is the saddest character I've ever created. And oh. Skip is the happiest character I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's true. Mm, it's yeah. so good. This was a lot of fun. Oh, the yeah. Fun. It felt good to be back. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have. Life- m- 
finds yeah. a way. Yes. <laughs> There's no better way to end the podcast. We're just going to end it on that. On that. Jeff Globo d- deep cut from our. What were you? 13, 14 years old, you said earlier? You were. Yeah. You were, yeah. Yeah. No, actually, I'm 12. Thanks. Yes, that's right. uh, You're not even and, old enough to see that PG 13 movie. What do of you course. Mean? Of course. Of course. Well, it is like top tier cinema, not like uh, that Warriors thing or that Citizen Kane nonsense we keep bringing up. <laughs> uh, but yes, we're going to be back live hopefully every week. And if not, we've got a lot of good games in the can uh, for you that we're very excited to share. Goodbye, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Hey there. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Dungeon Not Included. If you did, please tell a friend and leave us a five-star review and encouraging comments on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help spread the word for new shows like ours. You can follow the latest from the Dungeon Not Included crew on Twitter at DNI Crew and over at Facebook at Dungeon Not Included or at our home on the Nonproductive Network at non-productive.com forward slash DNI Crew where you can find articles, character sheets, and Patreon exclusives, as well as our latest episodes. Thanks! This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablawi. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.